Hi everyone, and welcome to the Practice Growth with Praz podcast. I'm your host, Praz Murthy, CFO and co-founder at Dr. Multimedia, where for the last 10 years, I've been helping practices grow all across the country. We started this podcast so we could dive deeper into the issues around practice growth, from online marketing to the way you run your business. We know doctors are busy people and you don't have a lot of time to study these kinds of topics, so we're hoping this audio podcast makes it really easy to stay up to date with what's going around the country. We'll be interviewing top doctors, successful practice managers, and other experts in the field. Without further ado, let's get started. What I wanted to talk to today about is something that I learned from our good friend, Neil Patel, very famous online marketer. You've probably, if you haven't seen him, you've probably read something that was inspired by him. So what are some factors that people never think about, especially as it relates to medical practices, that all the other experts in online marketing are talking about all the time, every day. In fact, some of them, it's their new focus, while the rest of the stuff is just considered to be standard process. Of course you do those things, right? If you have a website, of course you have a mobile version. It's not really a topic that, that anyone debates. You need the mobile experience. Same thing happens in the world of search engine optimization. So first topic, brand queries is the official name. But for me, what that means for our clients is branding. So this is a really difficult topic for a lot of my clients. I was working with someone earlier today. They have a couple different practices, different names. You know, a lot of doctor's offices, they use their name in the name of the practice. Sometimes they use the city. Sometimes it's just a made-up phrase that doesn't really mean anything in and of itself. But the point of brand queries is that people search for brands that they recognize. Users online, yes, they may type in, you know, brown soda, but they're probably typing in Coke or Pepsi in terms of what they're looking for, where to buy those things. When you're in the grocery store aisle, you're not looking for just soda. In general, you gravitate towards a brand. So what do we mean by branding in a medical practice? That concept is a little strange. Well, the idea is if you can get people to stop searching for allergist or not search for allergist and instead search for Alvernon allergy and asthma, that's the brand of my dad's uh, practice out in Tucson, that creates a bit of an anchor and it also gives you a gauge as to how many people even know you exist. Branding the name of your practice matters. And personally, I think the doctors spend so much time and energy marketing their services. If you're an orthodontist, you're so worried about braces and Invisalign. And if you're a chiropractor, you're worried about adjustments and automobile accidents. People get so caught up in the terms, you know, what am I ranking for dentists near me, that they lose sight of what you're really trying to build is your brand. You know, if, if the only thing that people know is you, well, that's what they're going to expect when they come into the practice. But if they know and understand and enjoy your brand, that's going to win them over. So what are some action, actionable items that you could take home you know, today to work on your brand awareness? So first thing, let's look at the name of the practice. Is the name of the practice even what people call you? You know, I had Dr. Castle out in Flint, Michigan. He was Larry Castle Family Dentistry. Now he's Lindenbrook Dental Care. The name of your practice, meaning what's on the website, what's on the street sign, may or may not be what everyone knows you as. You know, my guess is everyone just called it Dr. Castle's office, regardless of what the official name was really want those two things to be similar, if not exactly the same, so you can have a consistent brand. Now, every time you're putting out marketing, every time you're putting out a social media post, are you staying consistent to that brand, right? If you're Dr. Dan out at All Creatures Animal Hospital in Amelia, Ohio, 
are you focusing on Dr. Dan or are you f building the brand All Creatures Animal Hospital? He has three locations. Is he leveraging the fact that he has All Creatures Animal Hospitals all over the state and all over the city? That needs to be the focus. And from the top to the bottom, you want to be building that brand. You want to associate goodwill with that brand. If Dr. Dan is out in the community doing something great, wants to make sure that All Creatures Animal Hospital is getting recognition and credit, even sometimes before himself, if he's trying to build the brand of All Creatures Animal Hospital. Meanwhile, if you are a dentist or an orthodontist and your practice name is your name, you know, and I literally mean your first name and your last name, and you're out in the community, okay, make sure that your name has, is getting that credibility and that brand, uh, that branding and the brand queries that go along with that if we're talking about search engine history. But if you're thinking about the future, depending on what kind of business you hope to own, it may be a mistake to call your practice your first name and your last name because that's where you're gonna put all your branding. Now what happens when you bring in your associate? Maybe you're your first name, last name, and associates. Now what happens when you have four or five associates and you hope that they take on more business than you can individually? So the next topic I wanna to talk about is user experience. Now, if you've been listening to all the things that we've been saying, if you have a great website, if you're a Dr. Multimedia client, these things should largely be handled for you. Um, but the point is that a user experience isn't just for the user, it also relates to search engine optimization, SEO, all of those factors, how you rank on Google. So well, why is that? Well, Google wants to deliver quality websites and people and internet consumers and traffic, you know, people that are visiting your website, they want quality websites. So if you're in, the information they want is hard to find on your website, that's not a good user experience. If they go on a mobile device and the text is too small and the pictures are jumbled and the links don't work, that's not a good user experience. Um, if they can't find the office hours and they're trying to figure out if you're open or not, if they're hitting the back button as soon as they get there, right? all terrible things for user experience. The site loads really slowly. Uh, the main picture's broken. The link color is the same as the background color, so nobody knows that it's there. User experience is so important. Uh, because if people are having a good user experience, obviously that's great for business because they're gonna be more likely to contact you, but also so important for SEO. Imagine investing $500, $1,000 a month in your SEO and you move your, your website's marching up the rankings. You started at 10, now you're eight, now you're six, now you're five. If you're paying all that money to get more people to your website and they're not having a good experience when they're there, what's the point? Plus. All the metrics that go along with the user experience, time spent on the website, number of pages visited, uh, repeat visitors, that's going to formulate into the results you're getting on Google and a bad user experience is gonna bring you down or even negate some of that paid work that you're doing. And I can't talk about user experience without talking about a mobile device. Simple test. Pull your phone out of your pocket, load up your website, hand it to a friend, Tell them to find either a certain piece of information or ask them what they think, see if they can call you. Don't do it yourself. You already know where everything is. You're gonna be biased. Give it to someone else, see what they think. Give it to a kid, see if they can figure out how to call, right? And they'll probably do a better job than adults most of the time, but it'll also show you whether it's intuitive or not. As that relates to SEO, the better the user experience, the more users, the more trust in your brand, the higher you're going to rank naturally on search engines even before you get to you know, any of these other items. So now the third one, see I think we're okay on time. Now the third part of this 
Um, you know, I first heard it, I kind of chuckled a little bit because it, it's so obvious, but it is important. And the third part is adaptability. What matters in SEO today is going to be different in six months. What mattered six months ago may or may not be relevant today. And I'm just talking months. Forget about it if we're talking about years. So adaptability. You know, there was a time when content creation wasn't that big a deal. Then it was the biggest deal. And now social media marketing is really important. Paid ads, not paid ads. All of those things are going to fluctuate in importance. They're going to fluctuate in how much time you should be spending on them, how much money you should be spending on them. So the question, doctors and office managers out there, is really simple. Who's keeping up? Who's taking a look? Who's aware of the most recent Google update that affects your SEO? Because if the answer is nobody or I'm not sure, then odds are it was missed, odds are nobody's paying attention, and odds are you're not adapting as times go. That's probably the biggest area where I see our clients benefiting from being with an agency uh, like Dr. Multimedia is that one, we're keeping up with the trends for them and executing on what needs to happen. And two, drawing on the experience that we have working with thousands of doctors all across the country, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, seeing what's causing someone to be number one, seeing what's holding someone back and being on page three. All of that experience put together is what keeps us adapting because we can't just sit here and stop working and expect that you guys are going to continue to see results. Think about what that means. Think about just the day after day, the, the cumulative effect of staying up to date over six months or a year or three years versus not. So again, if you're doing it yourself, that's okay, but you better have an answer to the question, who's keeping up with the changing trends? Is it the person that designed the website? Do they have any incentive? If you paid them a ton of money for the website and you're paying them like $20 a month to keep, to keep it up and running, are they gonna go find themselves a whole bunch of extra work to do and then do it for you? Um, probably not. So the idea there is stay up to date. So we're summarizing, okay, so what are three, what are the three unseen laws of SEO? So we talked about brand queries, build your brand. Focus time and energy and money um, and attention on your branding and know what your brand is. I think a lot of doctors would even have trouble answering that question. You know, if you're my dad, is your brand Dr. Murthy or is your brand Alvernon Allergy and Asthma? Figure that out because that's going to inform a lot of your other decisions. User experience. What is happening when people come to your website? The more they know and they trust you, the more they're going to be willing to put up with. So if someone doesn't know you and doesn't trust you, comes to the website and they're not having a good experience, they will leave. So understand what effect that's having on your, on your users and thus as it relates to on your SEO. So if you're not tracking the time spent on your website, if you're not tracking the number of people that go on to additional pages, the number of people that bounce, you know, all of those are really important. And then finally, adaptability. And yes, I wish I could just tell you how to stay up to date all the time, um, but I have no idea what's coming next, right? So if I don't, you know, odds are the people you've tasked with keeping up to date don't either. And that's why either have a solution like an agency, like Dr. Multimedia that's covering these topics for you, or make sure you have a way of just even being informed when they're happening. Who's in charge of it? What are they doing about it? And what's their incentive structure like? Is, is it even helpful for them to be 
coming up with new work to do or is it a negative for them to be coming up with new work to do? And it sounds obvious, but think about the culture that you're creating in the practice. If, pe if people are getting in trouble for not finishing all their work by five o'clock and SEO is on their plate and you have no idea when an update comes out, they know that you don't know, so they're not going to mention that and then be on the hook for not getting work done. You know, are you someone that rewards people staying after hours and working? Are people allowed to work from home? Do people even have time to work from home? Does your office manager have children and when she walks into the house at 5.30, it's chaos and she's not doesn't have the opportunity to do any work until she comes in the next morning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Practice Growth with Praz. I'm your host, Praz Murthy, and if you have any questions or comments, please visit us at drmultimedia.com. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're constantly sharing new content as part of our mission to take online marketing topics and make them relevant to your practice. And if you like what you heard, please tell a friend and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks so much for listening and we can't wait to do it again.